the Chaos presents Left Unread. Okay, so hi, we are Reader's Guide to Chaos. We have Moksha, Vama, and Shriya here, and I'm here. We are going to be talking about the books that made us fell in, fall in love with reading, kind of. <laughs> okay, so Vama, why don't you start? Yeah, sure. Um, I think the book that made me fall in love with reading was probably The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. I remember being in third or fourth grade and it was actually for a book report. I mean, before Sherlock Holmes, book reports were the most boring and tedious tasks. So I had my dad read it aloud to me while I would be in bed. And um, I think I really enjoyed the mysteries. And after that, I just became a full-on fanatic and wanted to read each and every one. I think that's what made me fall in love with reading. I really like, you know, feel jealous of those people who have had people read to them. Like I know Moksha, you'd also be, you'd also have people tell you stories and stuff. Like I've always wanted that as someone like who has a sister who deeply loves reading books. I'd be like, why don't you tell me the story? And she's like, you can read it for yourself. And I always just was like, this is not fair. No, it's like when people read books, they're like, I need to tell this to someone. This new information is so exciting. I cannot keep it inside me. And so maybe because of that excitement, people just tell me because they know I'm never going to read that book. Okay, Shriya. So uh, why don't you tell us about your quirky, almost Mary Poppins-like character that brought that made you fell in love with reading? Okay, so basically, when I was three years old, um, I had like my mom gave birth to my baby sister, and my dad had this thing that he wanted me and my little sister to have a bond that was like unbreakable. So he had this idea that why don't we just teach her how to read? Like all Indian parents have that thing, right? That they want their kids to be prodigies and like know how to read or like write at an early age. My dad wanted me to read. So <laughs> we skipped all those baby books and we went straight, straight to Amelia Bedelia, which is basically like Mary Popping. It's like there's this nanny who's like mid-age and she is pretty dumb to be honest. Like if you ask her to file papers, she pulls out a nail file. If you ask her to dust a room, she will throw dust around. So that, like you said, it's like bonds that were created. Like I read that to my little sister and it's like now our thing that even she's 13, I'm still reading books to her. And it's like, it's another feeling. You know that Sharmaji's son stereotype, now that should be Sharmaji's daughter. <laughs> like reading books at three, wow. That's crazy. So what about you, Moksha? I can see there are so many books in your background. So are you an avid reader? Absolutely not. None of these books are read by me. All of these books are owned by either my father, my mother, or my grandfather, because they're like huge uh, book fans. Um, for me, most of my life, I was told stories. I never read them myself. And... Truth be told, I have a ten I have an attention span of a fly. So when I start reading a book, I would just rather stare at the walls because those would be very interesting to me at that point. But um, 
the book that made me fall in love uh, with reading was nancy drew again just like vama it was a mystery novel and um i read two chapters and after that i kept it aside 10 days but there was a small question like what happens next i want to know what adventures like how does she figure out the whole thing was the mystery solved was she like you know successful and so i completed the entire book and i was like hey that's a good experience um after that there was another um like long period of time where i never touched any book except textbooks and then i read the short story called the gift of the magi by o henry which is like a very sad heart hitting emotional story and i was just like damn this is what writing does to you and so then i fell in love with o henry's writing and short stories became more or less my thing rather than full and novels short stories for a short attention span <laughs> yeah <laughs> for me i also have this thing where i'll be in a phase where i'll love to read and i'll have i'll have to get a book done with but then i won't read for a couple of years so i wonder what will be the next book that makes me fall in love with reading the first one for me was matilda like uh, i had gotten it as a gift and i after reading it i was just so infatuated by the story of this young girl who is just genius and can do like so many things and gets over adversity so i was over a roald dahl craze and i read a series of his a series of his books the beer charlie and the chocolate factory there was one about a, a fox i don't remember the name until i came across a book that was not quite as interesting and i did not read for 2 uh, 3 years at least after that it was harry potter for me so well i had to read it for a school report i did not read it the school report was done it was copy pasted from google so after that a friend of mine was like oh i yeah i don't think you could read the book in a month and i'm like mm, let's see so i was firstly it was just to like be like prove myself like i can i choose not to <laughs> then i just went over this harry potter craze where i read the series in a month and it is i feel like a really good part that made it even more fun was how it helped me spite people <laughs> like i remember going on a trip with my cousins uh, to a safari and it got on the nerves that i read so much so the entire bus trip i read the fifth part the and i read it and they would try to hide it and it was so fun because i have a little brother who always gets on my nerves now i got to annoy him so it was like an eye for an eye <laughs> and it was a less harmful way to annoy him but still fun and also like i feel like uh, it helps form bonds a lot like i remember when i was reading it in school i had friends who had read it before me and they'd be like oh wait till you get to that part and it definitely helps bond helps uh, form bonds because you know you are sort of imagining someone's like you are experiencing what someone else did as well that's that's absolutely right because i love when i just you know give spoilers out to people they're like no 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 i don't want to know the spoilers don't give me the spoilers like that little you know um fun experience that you get is also from books but i had most of like you know spoiler experience from i would say movies tv shows that were adapted from books because i'd rather watch the movie and not the, like not read the book because 
you need like very active imagination for that and i mean even though i have like a decent imagination i don't have the time to imagine the castle and how the flag would look and what my character is wearing i would let the movie directors do that for me yeah often time i feels like uh, for me at least when you read a book and then watch it it becomes like very difficult to like the book uh, like the film as much because you're comparing it to your imagined version so it's never going to be the same however like i do feel the harry potter series was very well done like i've watched other adaptations of books and i haven't been much of a fan but the harry potter i felt the harry potter series i felt like got the essence of it pretty well yeah exactly because i watched the movies before i read the books but um, it didn't change my experience in any way so i felt the movies were pretty well done although there are like some small small tidbits that i yeah. would find very amusing in the book and they won't in the film side be like oh why is this not there all <laughs> exactly i mean it's very difficult to you know sum up like a very thick book into you know two hour film but even with all of this said things whenever i see um let's say emma watson whenever i see daniel i only see you know harry and hermione i don't see them as anything else even though emma watson has played so many other like you know very memorable characters very famous characters the first thought in my mind is oh that's hermione yeah it's exactly the same for me like she's broken free from that hermione image and yet i can't imagine her as anything else yeah like i don't know i feel i feel like emma watson channels the uh, hermione persona really well and it's like an instant match like when you see the when you think about the character and her as the character so i know another like thing that i have noticed recently is when you know authors that are there of the book are on the movie or the tv series board and they would you know make you know active decisions for that adaptation many times i have seen uh, a character is written as a certain race or as a certain gender and they would just completely change that and that's just like so different mm-hmm. um i saw that in i would say um, the shadow and bone adaptation where the like the main protagonist is supposed to be you know from this like completely different race and they make her mix and so how that little change you know like you know changes the whole perspective changes everything and honestly that little representation also changes uh, you know the readers perspective and sometimes they're like oh wait this is how i actually imagined it so it becomes a very interesting process for them yeah like definitely i feel like considering the movie is referencing the book so much it is definitely helpful to read the book beforehand like not always but it does give you insight into what the storyline is so i don't know but reading seems like i have not read i wouldn't read so much when i was younger and my my mom and my sister would really want me to so when i would like read it would be like such a joyous occasion for them so i was like oh this is a good deed you can do this at any time in any place so little me reading um I just remember being so upset when I was reading a book in class and got yelled at and I'm like 
why does this is this supposed to be happening like i am quiet i am doing something why are you bothering me sort of and also especially like i remember we had a house meeting in our school so there was like a ruckus and commotion going on in the classroom when everyone was like filling out or like volunteering for certain competitions i was just sitting in a corner and reading and i remember being like called out by a teacher like miss mora like what are you doing and i'm like i am not adding to the noise pollution i do not understand why i am the one being main character energy right there always <laughs> yeah i remember my many unsuccessful attempts of trying to sneak read a book in class although it did not go well i was yelled at that was the first time actually i was ever yelled at by a teacher i often don't want to read books but i i found it that i want to read books at the wrong time like when you have exams i'll be like oh that looks interesting more so than the textbook yeah this like, anything to get away from the textbook it sort of takes off the guilt a little bit because when you're watching a tv show you're like even though you will watch it and procrastinate you still be like anxious like should i be doing this but when you're reading on the other hand it's like no but this is still adding to my knowledge it sounds educational when you're reading it even though whatever book you're reading might be like total time pass like it would be like a big hot gossip sesh and you would still read the book and be like you know what i'm doing something productive right now yeah i always like to say hey i'm increasing my vocabulary for the english exam <laughs> that's my excuse like you are still technically studying like it is going to help you in english not so much in other subjects but you know what you could say you read spy you read mystery books nancy drew sherlock holmes it could be like no there is physics involved in the way they solve the mysteries there's chemistry beat like some you know potions <laughs> or what not now the only science aspect would actually be forensic yeah Maybe exactly that's the only science part who knows you might become a forensic expert when you decide to grow up interesting job application also like another bad time when would be reading a depressing book when you are sick i have read like uh, when i had dengue i read harry i read one of the harry potter books and when i see it now like i associate it with sickness even though it like helped me i'm just like hmm <laughs> you are bringing back memories and also i remember having food poisoning on a school trip so i could not sleep at night so i was reading a totals all the way down which is a john green book which is also very depressing arguably like it is not a great series like everyone at least one person will die in all of his books and like there's so much like tension leading up to it and i'm like why am i doing this to myself but it's a really good time to read if you can't read it, like it's like depression kills depression <laughs> so another very interesting aspect of reading books as children would be how your imagination has increased how i would say your um attention span has increased for me at least so one thing as as a you know little girl which is probably 13 years old um i did this like small habit of you know reading for one hour how many ever chapters i could read just one hour and then i would put aside the book forget it for days that's how i completed a book maybe in like 
a month or something but even when even with those breaks i was able to focus more and because of that maybe my attention span during class my attention span during writing increased a lot so any other tips and tricks that you guys did to you know increase your attention span half is one yeah one or half coffee or like hot chocolate or water whatever any kind of liquid beside you because or else you're going to have to get up and then you like break your cycle you'll stop eating secondly best idea is sit somewhere comfortable probably a bean bag best place to sit you won't want to get up after that like then you won't feel like okay fine i'll just get up after the book We'll, I mean, we'll you see. won't be able to get up from that bean bag. That's another uh, thing. You want to force yourself to really read, like the moment leading up to your time reading. Put on a few pounds, <laughs> sit in the bean bag comfortably, sit, spend a couple of hours there. Mm, let's finish this book today. So it will be like you know physically difficult for you to get up. <laughs> what else? What else? you should read it when you have like you know when you are like when your senses are really awake so you have the flight or fight or flight response or so when you are sick is a good time maybe not when you take medication so it makes you drowsy then that could be counterproductive also reading when you are not supposed to read is also like very it has a thrill to it <laughs> you can you know actually reading when you're not supposed to read might be like the most nerdy way of saying that oh, I'm the most rebellious person ever <laughs> no no in the sense that like read during an exam read before an exam which is not related to the things you won't feel as guilty as well you will probably get good grades in your english test you're welcome <laughs> then you can also when when what is the other bad time to read mm. when you want to annoy someone yes when you're in a class where you're supposed to pay attention but you hate the subject for example hindi class instead of looking at your phone during zoom read a book the teacher will respect you more hopefully maybe the teacher will be like wow my kid is taking notes now <laughs> turns out i'm just reading another you know mystery novel and i'm like okay cool what happens next also now you can listen to books online so listen to a book my dream will be fulfilled Uh, depressing books have like a certain what do you say grip to them because i remember like you know you want to notes because you are rooting for them even as i have attempted to read like you know books that are more fun or light like uh, i read the convenience store woman because it had reviews like it's very fun but it was just sad like it's this lady in a very capitalistic world and she's not being accepted because well her life sort of revolves around the convenience store woman a uh, convenience store and she enjoys that monotony but she's constantly being you know bombarded by bombarded by questions of people asking like when is she going to marry why isn't she doing something else and all those in then uh, in ways it's slightly variated versions of the same question but i didn't i could honestly i didn't find what was funny about it it was an interesting take on capitalism like i sort of you know was happy with the ending and i liked that it was it was a short and sweet book uh, we had it earlier like a few months back if i'm not wrong wama so i yeah. I, i was like i did not laugh yeah. i felt bad so if you have any suggestions for funny or lightly comment 
like just imagine you reading this book when you were probably let's say 12 and you would be like okay what's going on like that would be such a weird interaction like i know one of my friends started reading you know like very advanced books for her age even though she understood the level of literature she just read very advanced books and i was like how do you even understand the english that is written there i don't understand the english that's written there she like nah it's fine i understand and so i also think that you know maybe reading up like you know reading certain books when you're not supposed to is also like a very um, adventurous feeling when you're like yeah. oh i shouldn't be reading this but then you read it and you're like wait the more you know <laughs> with total all the way down i definitely learned things i was i did not know i was exposed to certain things i don't think i should have been exposed to but at certain times with books like uh, like purple hibiscus it is sort of a dark book about a woman struggles in her household with a very what do you say a uh, an orthodox christian husband christian or catholic i don't know they're kind of so uh, i definitely like i did not understand but last year we started reading it again and i was like oh damn thank god like so yeah like it can be thrilling or like you just might not understand or if you google well you will learn things you should not know we traumatized for life yeah <laughs> it was a traumatizing book like not a traumatizing book but it was a sad book it was like it was also not i wouldn't say sad but it was just like you know a very different sort of uh, environment with a lot of adversities and problems and like yeah it's just that books have this like very subtle way of you know showcasing like you know hard realities and hardships yeah. and everything if you in contrast see a movie or a tv show it's just right there in your face like it was they would just show it books don't do that books are just you know have this little story weaved around it and you know in like indirect contacts they would tell you this so even though you're learning things that you're not supposed to at certain ages you learn it in a way where you start appreciating that you know maybe if i knew this beforehand i would have you know done something to not you know encourage such behaviors or something like that because for me um the book that i read uh, kafka and the shore had you know a girl escape from her very toxic household which is super orthodox and like you know um did not let women do certain things and how it's it's about a journey in which she blossoms as a person and she understands that oh wait i had another side of me that was almost you know diminished by my you know family members and the way that it was written just goes to show that you know these small subtle things would you know educate you to be more aware Yeah. about certain issues and that is something that i also like when i read you know a diverse um, range of novels definitely because it's written in such a matter of fact way that you sort of appreciate their hardships and like appreciate your own circumstances like uh, it uh, it definitely makes you more empathetic i feel rather than a film for me i don't know i cannot i cannot sympathize i somehow find myself uh rooting for the characters in books more than in films because in movies or shows i will like often forget or like you know 
with a book it's like such a long journey like you are reading it you are imagining it so i definitely feel like you know a deeper connection to them and their story i feel it's more personalized with the characters in the book because there are certain details that can't be shown on tv shows or it will be too long i feel that's what makes books great i know this is all this is all making us sound like such avid readers but in all honesty no in total i i think i've read about like 10 books 10 books more than 10 books still okay i had i used to buy journey master in books when i was younger i never read them i have like 20 of yeah, them j- yeah the like school scholastic fairs were just to buy those books and you know put it on your shelf thinking it looks so pretty cool. yeah you know you can buy color by the number <laughs> only that it oh, used to be a competition like who had the most on the most certain books like even like who the had the widest range Yeah, the exactly. The power, the one with the sparkly things and the female characters, and the one with the hard cover, the fantasy ones. Not an avid reader, but I have an avid collection that I haven't touched. I also have books lying in my shelves that I aspire <laughs> to read. I mean, I used to be an avid reader, but then. Uh, my mom got really tired of me reading all the time, so she kind of threatened me that if you don't stop reading, I'm gonna put everything in the attic. And so after that, it's just like I've read all of these, but they're just sitting there. I'm not gonna touch them. I feel like I have extremes. When I read, I will be very like you know, I won't do anything else. But when I don't read, I won't do. I will not touch the book. It will be there in my shelf. Like, then like I. Uh, when you read i often find myself wanting to talk about it with others i feel like this is so great with that because you have the opportunity to you know share your thoughts and what you thought could have happened or what you wish did not happen to the characters like you know your some things you notice because i would find myself going to people and being like oh so this happened like what do you think shouldn't have what are the implications of that or what not but i feel like uh, discussing it with people obviously like you know makes the experience more wholesome and you also get different views and perspectives it's more like community based you're like yeah. you're not the only one feeling the same things you're like oh wait that person also feels the same thing i'm like yes someone is on my side yeah, and then like, that is with my point and like with a longer then it's like a longer that it's like finding people who read the same book as you like you know if you have like a book from a small author who hasn't really it's not really famous and you you read it and you're like it's an amazing book and you find someone else who's read that too it's like you get me <laughs> yeah and like discussing theories about what's going to happen next and should we like this character or not it's fun even like reading fan fiction at times is often very interesting like now on instagram you will see illustrations of the characters so that can also be like you know a nice thing you can share threads with your friends like that's obviously for like more popular series like you know harry potter uh i haven't read it but i guess vampire diaries too oh those are wild those fan fictions are wild okay so guys. yeah so we need more less depressing books recommendations for 
also books that aren't sad like i want to be happy i want to laugh just yeah definitely so if you guys have any suggestions please comment and like can share <laughs> also watch till the end <laughs> yeah also this let's is... hope we haven't bored you when we have done something entertaining <laughs> This is our second time actually recording this. <laughs> technology is not a very cooperative thing, and we did have a long conversation yesterday. But to our, to my sadness, it got deleted, or like it was there, but it was not downloading. And it's yeah. Even with all of those technical glitches, we are here and wishing you all happy Children's Day. Let's hope that we. you know presented something entertaining enough that you reach till the end yeah okay so don't forget to like share and what was, you can comment your book the book that made you fell, uh, fall in love with yes yeah, any suggestions and anything else you want okay i guess bye bye bye, bye.